With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Goodbye, University. I cannot tell you how excited I am to start a brand new month with Jackie Gates. Hi, Jackie. Hey, hello, love. This is so I thrilling. Just, I can't imagine a better way to launch October. So thank you for bringing your expertise and magic to us today at GBU. I'm going to go ahead and mute a couple of lines while we um, do a quick introduction here. Jackie, you've been around GBU for a while, but we've got a lot of new members who may not be familiar with you. Would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and your work before we start today's call? Sure. I am, yes, I've been around GBU for a while. Um, it was fortunately the place I landed once I discovered the secret and then moved on to learning more about law of attraction and um, it's it's been both a university for me and a gathering of all my friends. It's been amazing. I am the goddess known as Jackie and um, goddessiness was a, a label that I used to step up to and into um, as I as I worked on the identity part of the law of attraction, you know, becoming the person who has and does what you want to have and do. So there was that. And um, these days I work, um, I do have platinum clients, not very many of them because my work is in very much a, a one-to-many mode. I am an, on a mission to bring people home to their homes and to themselves. So I work through, I work through houses. I coach through houses, through, through nesting and set design for anchoring intentions. Um, and that's my mad passion. Um, but I'm also, I, I was on stage for 25 years, so I have a lot of acting as if that becomes living as if um, experience. And I use that. It's my own particular way of applying law of attraction because who you're being trumps everything. We all know that. That's and why you have shared, yeah, you, you've shared some of that magic with us before. In fact, pretty much <laughs> every call you've given us ends up on my best of list at GBU. Yay. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Anyone awesome. who's not familiar with Jackie's work, you should do two things. First of all, search everything she's ever done in the archived calls. And also, Jackie, where do we, where do they find you online? Where do you where do um, you like to online? Uh, my blog is under refurbishment, but it's JacquelineGates.com. Um, it has a hyphen between the two, so it's Jacqueline and then Gates, as in BillGates.com. But mostly, I am on Facebook, and then I have a private gathering space, um, a Facebook group called the Parlor, which is where we talk about all things living as if, and. Um, I would love to, I have a fabulous time on Facebook. And um, so anybody who hasn't befriended me there, I would love to see you. Right on. And what's the best way for them to do that? Do they have to be Facebook friends with you in order to get that invite to the parlor? Yes, because that's the way Facebook works. You have to be friends in order to be able to add them to a group. Um, mm -hmm. But yes, that would be lovely. 
Um, and then, of course, you can always chat to me on, on GVU as well, a private message or talk or whatever. So, And I'm always happy to help if anybody has nesting questions or that kind of thing. I love. I will talk nesting all day, every day. Ooh, and you are so good at it. I don't know anyone who's better at it than you are. I, I, I look forward to everything that you release and publish and invite us to because it's just so up a conscious creator's alley. And, yeah, I, I'm a big raving fan of Jackie Gates. Thank you, Tell us what we're talking but, about today, Jackie. We're talking about betterment, which has become my sort of word for the way I do what I do in the world. Um, and it it was it's been a, a, an, a, an amalgamation of things, and because betterment now to me, and this is what I've talked about in the blurb, the um, introduction, it's a it's both a mindset and a modus operandi, a way of acting that I've woven out of various threads in my experience um, with LOA and creating this amazing life that I've suddenly unfolded around myself. <laughs> And it has to do, firstly, with um, how how to deal with contrast and how to be be a deliberate creator um, of of what we're what we're aiming towards. It it pulls together the the, the idea of beingness of be of the identity shifting and the doing from that beingness. So all mm. the work that you talk about, Jeanette. Um, I encapsulate in betterment, and um, and I just wanted to share it because it's been working gangbusters with my clients, and um, it's just a new slant. Nothing, nothing of it is new per se. You talk about it all the time. It's a way of looking at it and working mm -hmm. with it that I find very, very helpful. Well, I can't wait for us to dive right on in. Okay, we'll start because. Um, okay, so this comes from various threads in my life, as always. You know, we all have lineage, and I'm going to pull them together at the end. So it seems a little random and disjointed in the beginning, but nothing is ever random, as we know, and everything is synchronistic, and hindsight can be a really, really good pattern identifier. And a lot of, like, when I started looking at LOA nesting, um, it was an unnoticed pattern for me until you noticed it, Jeanette, where I was making, I was creating a theater set for who I wanted to be, not who I was at the time. So um, that, that was part of it. So the first thread is mind the gap. If you've ever been to London and been on the tube, you've seen that big sign that says mind the gap. It's, it's got a blue line across it and, and the circle. And, it's everywhere. It's put there by the powers that be to warn travelers to be mindful of the gap between the train and the platform. So it's deliberately putting your attention on the space between, it's a non-metaphorical space, but we can apply it metaphorically, the space between where you are, the platform, and where you want to be, the train. And as deliberately creators, um, I know for myself, I, you can get unintentionally sucked into minding the gap. We get mm -hmm. distracted and I get overwhelmed by the gap between where we are and where we want to be or who we want to be when, when, it, when you really have big dreams, right? Um, it was I, something think everyone, that, I think everyone yeah. listening can relate to that. <laughs> 
and I think the bigger the dreams, the bigger the gap feels, right? And and mm-hmm. there's always that that moment where um, you've done your visualizing and whatnot, and you look around and and oh, you know I wish we had the master manifesto magic one thing that just makes and it changes. But until I get to that point. Um, I was aware that I spent a lot of time minding the gap. So this was my experience when I first read The Secret and was introduced to Law of Attraction. Suddenly, my eyes were open to the vast expanse of possibility of what could be. I mean, it, it was the first time that I realized that I actually could create the life that I wanted. And so, of course, I immediately began thinking about luxurious homes in much warmer climates and traveling around the world and also my own wildly prosperous business um, that was helping people and I was doing it all from the comfort of said luxurious home. But when I came back to reality, in inverted commas, I was still in suburban Minnesota, still cold, still working a bazillion hours on my feet at Starbucks and Barnes & Noble and still having to support my husband through a commute that, you know, on in bad weather, took him anything up to three hours. So it was a big contrast and a big gap. And there would always be this correspondingly big dip in enthusiasm and belief. It took me a long time to learn to hold that space, um, hold the dream, and still, and still be who I was becoming. Because I know for myself that if you mind the gap, if you focus on, we know what you you get, what you focus on. And so when we mind the gap, the gap just gets wider. So the other thread is that when you are in theater, if you take on a starring role, as I had the opportunity to do many times, the immensity of that role, of all you need to master in order to shine in that role, can initially feel rather overwhelming. I don't know any actor who carries a starring role who goes into first rehearsal not not overwhelmed, not overwhelmed necessarily, but still wide-eyed at just the scale of the project that you're taking on. So you arrive at the read-through and you're vividly aware of the words you have to learn, the dance routines you have to master, the scene changes and the props and the 20-second costume changes that you need to master in order to deliver the kind of performance that you hope you're capable of, that you feel you but you still have to create. And the best directors know this. They will have a plan to bridge that gap. Instead of expecting you to sail across the chasm in a single bound like the hero, they build a metaphorical bridge. They will lay down pillars. If you can imagine an expanse across like a, a, a ravine or a chasm, right? So you want, you're here, you want to be on the other side. Instead of trying to do it in one fell swoop, they will build pillars. They will build benchmarks and they will lay down timings. So they will tell you right at the beginning that by rehearsal number 10, you need to have these scenes memorized. By rehearsal number 15, you have to have these ones done. Dress rehearsal is this day. Prop lighting come in on this day. Music and orchestra comes in on this day. They give you, within the big goal, they give you smaller things to focus on. And the key here is that it's all aimed at that becoming, that starring moment when the orchestra leaps to it, uh, the, the 
audience leaps to its feet and you come out for an ovation. It's all aimed at that. And so what it does is it means that the gap gets smaller because now you're doing almost like bunny hops, right? And this is a key piece here that I, I realized as I was hindsighting this pattern, and is that in their notes at each rehearsal, they will tell you, the best directors will tell you what you did better. The words you didn't fall over, the prop that you handled well, and for me, on one notable occasion, the time that you didn't slam the door so hard that the scenery fell down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there is this feeling of betterment. You're not there yet, but you're better, and it gives you confidence. It gives you satisfaction in that moment. So you can have that Abraham sort of paradox where you're wildly satisfied with where you are, but you're also what they call risky and expect expecting of more. Does that all make sense? Makes I'm waving my sense. hands here. Okay, I muted. So that, I was hearing background noise, so I just muted everyone, Jackie. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. So that's the main idea of betterment. And, Jeanette, you were going through um, the same kind of project in Coaches League with we were doing that 1% challenge. And it's based on the book, if anybody wants to see it, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. It's a similar philosophy. It has a lot to do with um, physical sort of manifestations, projects, as opposed to a becoming, which is where my interest is. I'm looking at an identity shift that you can do incrementally, um, a deliberate creator of a beingness so that your reality can match up with you. Because we know that's how it works, right? It's be, yeah, it's and so then you powerful. do, and then you have. Yeah. There's crazy cool magic there when we engage it. Indeed, indeed. So I refer to betterment. My definition of betterment is a devotion to consistent and strategic up-leveling towards your best becoming. And the mantra is, what can you do right now with what you have to make this better? That question has, it's almost like an affirmation. That question has been potent for me. Can we have because... Yeah, okay. So um, when you're looking at where you are, I, I'm going to do it out to the front now because, for example, I want to expand my audience. Um, I don't want to, and I don't have the time to learn, um, you know, various sort of Facebook ads or YouTube SEO or any of that stuff. What I can do right now is create videos and write stuff and hand it people who know what they want to do with it. Um, so it's a doing what I have right now with what I have aimed at this bigger becoming. And yes, there are things like my blog refurbishment. That has sort of unfolded because of this doing what I can with what I have right this minute. Um, so I want to swing over to another side, which is, I, the 1% is, is a perfect analogy for business. It's a building on itself. What I don't like is the term baby steps. It drives me nuts. <laughs> and <laughs> mostly because I feel it's so infantile and, and rather 
It feels belittling to me. I know why people say it, but it doesn't ring for me. The reason betterment, well, the reason that it doesn't is because, and again, this is just noodling why betterment feels better, is because a baby doesn't take little steps, the so-called baby steps, out of choice. A baby will take the size steps it's capable of at the time. It only little looks little from where we are now, right? So if you've ever watched a small person practicing their movement, they are not driven by the desire to master walking per se. They are driven by a desire to explore, to go over there, to see what's behind that door or behind that wall or around the corner. They are not, they're not focusing on, on learning the walking. They are focusing on becoming somebody who can get over there. True. And so they will do it by whatever means is necessary. I, I remember watching my son sitting across the family room. He was really little. And the dog, we had a big German shepherd. She came in and started drinking water in her usual fashion, which entailed slopping it everywhere. And he was watching her. And I could see on his face this decision to go and play in the wolf with the dog. Mm -hmm. He pulled himself up on the coffee table. He took one step, decided that that was way too slow, dropped onto his hands and knees, and then crawled hell for leather over until he was also (laughs) batting the water in the water bowl, right? (laughs) So what what this showed me while I was remembering this is, is that he wasn't worried about walking. He was worried about being there and playing in the water with the dog. And he did what he needed to do with what he had and what he knew how to do to get there, to be somebody playing with the dog. So the walking came later when the things he wanted to be and do entailed walking. He, doesn't, he, didn't, he didn't set out to be a walker. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I know sense. It's, it's so does this mean so like when you with identity. When you were giving the example of someone who has a bigger audience, you're you wouldn't be focused on learning SEO or mastering Facebook ads because that's not where you want to go. That's it might be something that gets engaged sometime later along the way, but that's that's not what it is to do now. Exactly. And it's the same thing on a, like on stage. If my job is to wow the audience with this particular aria, I leave the lighting and the orchestra and the guys playing the music. I let them do what they're good at. I let them be who they're meant to be. I am doing what I am here to do. And, and I think um, a lot of the time we get stuck in all the things that we think we need to be in order to have and do what we want but in fact most of the time we can let we can get to that beingness if we get to that beingness the house the doing and the haves turn up on their own agreed and it, and it comes with betterment it comes with using that the power of what can i do now with what i have to get me closer to that beingness. And it makes the gap short. So if we stay focused on the destination, in other words, our becoming, then we will get, we, we, that's where this in, uh, inspired action comes from, right? So betterment is the devotion 
to consistent and strategic up-leveling towards your biggest becoming. It, it is a magic way of getting rid of this feeling of lack of progress, which I found really helpful, and the ebbs and flows of change. Because as, you know, until we can do the instantaneous manifestation thing, we have to give the field a chance to catch up with who we're being. And in those moments, betterment is a really, really useful thing to, to lean on. So, Jackie, how much detail does a person have to have about who they want to become? Like, is... I will tell... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, if you've if you've got a sense of the question, I'd just love to hear your response on that. Because I imagine my some people idea, could get hung up there. Yes, my idea is to be as clear as possible, because like with any metaphorical GPS, you have to kind of have a destination. But the really cool thing about betterment is that you can allow the destination to be a tad more fuzzy because you're only doing what feels better now. It's like you say, Jeanette, all the time, reach for a better feeling thought. So if you have a general idea of, want, for example, you have a general idea of wanting to work, for your, work at home, what can you do now with what you have to feel better about your progress towards that, to, to get to that becoming? So perhaps what you'll do is, you know, join GVU and find out about coaching. Maybe what you'll do is find out about use, using free things, the access that you have, Facebook and stuff, to offer help or to share what you've written. Um, you can start maybe taking um, an hour where you act as if you're working from home. And in that hour, you write your essay, you write, you, you help somebody online, you take a phone call, you practice. Um, whatever those things are, um, you're, you're acting as if, you're living as if in that moment with what you have. If you find out, like I did, that a full-time coaching career isn't actually what you wanted, you're still moving towards things that delight you, that feel like your biggest, your bigness, like your, your becoming. And so even though at one stage I tried and filled my practice, filled my day with coaching clients, I fulfilled my obligations to them, but I'm not going to continue in that model because it's not, it's not my highest delight. I didn't, it was still a betterment. The, the thing that I went towards that I, that I felt like was part of my becoming, I only found out it wasn't when I sort of really got immersed and got there. You know, I, I was thinking of a personal example of, of what you described. I remember when I was still in corporate world and very much wanted to be working from home as a coach. And one of the things that I did, and this is going to sound silly, and I'm definitely dating myself as I tell this story, but one of the things I, I thought, what would a person, what would I, what would that look like? <laughs> that person would probably have a computer at home. I didn't have one at the time. <laughs> so I go. bought one. Yeah, I bought one. And, and it would have, my gremlins were questioning it, like, should you be spending money when what you want to do is be able to quit this job? But it was, it felt like such a key component to setting myself up for what I wanted 
that it um it was a justifiable expense and it did wonders for making like you were talking about to be able to gauge that progress in the process of betterment it's incredibly powerful mhm absolutely um it 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 doesn't matter really we all have a general idea of our becoming of the one that is most enticing right i think we all have multitudes but there's always one that will pull you um pull you harder mm-hmm. than the other mm-hmm. and and so business you, cards oh my gosh business cards did that for me too agreed. i remember agreed yeah. agreed Sorry. i for for me it was something as simple as deciding that i was not going to just be not i was not going to be just a barista or just a housewife i was the goddess of butters and and that becoming i had no no reason or even thought of it being and that girl who works at starbucks who calls herself a goddess of lattes right but it it felt so good and then i thought okay well if i'm going to be a goddess then what else does that look like well that looks like having fabulous hair and makeup um when i'm working my starbucks shift when nobody else bothers mm-hmm. it looks like it looks like doing you know creating the best drinks and chatting to my customers as though they are coaching clients and mm. chatting to um you know being there for all my colleagues and then it looked like what would a goddess live, would be like at home that's when i started doing nesting that oh we lost jackie Yeah Nancy you were right. Nancy you said in chat room something that Jackie spoke to about when you said the destination can morph too during the process of the journey. I shortly after you typed that up I heard Jackie speak to that when she was talking about how she thought she wanted to be a coach but then discovered no not so much. Exactly. Exactly and someone else was sharing was it um I think it was Melissa was saying that she here she wanted this 3 million dollar house in Los Angeles and oh, then yeah. and then it sold and all of a sudden in that realization that it sold she realized she, that she didn't want it. So and and it certainly happened to me and I know you were saying it has happened to you as well Jeanette. I just uh when we're willing to take the steps toward you know with what we have right now and are capable of doing and we take those steps even though like she said we're moving toward that eventual goal um it may um you know the destination may may shift and uh mm-hmm. and that's okay too it's it's part of figuring out what you want it's like uh-huh. with your house with with your house Jeanette if you had actually gotten the house that you had bid on early in the game. Oh gosh. Oh it would my n- gosh. <laughs> right? <laughs> and as frustrating as it was not finding what it was yeah. that you were looking for, it yeah. took you know the time and the yeah. journey for you to find the place that you eventually found that you're so much happier with. So much happier that and, and I'm you know, I suspected that's how it was going to end. You know, after my my what I was looking for evolved so much, I realized, wow, this. Jackie, we're talking about how you said earlier, um, 
Nancy had in chat room mentioned the destination can morph during the process of the journey. We're sharing examples of how that's happened. Uh huh. For sure. Glad you're back. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I think the well, the power came back on, so it might have just tossed me oh, off. Oh, yeah, we're lucky to have you at all. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and and your um, your beingness has stayed clear throughout this whole house changing thing. You knew what you wanted, um, and and it all it all unfolded to give you that. But if you but you didn't have details. Exactly. Like I'm, I knew how I wanted to feel. I knew what I kind of wanted it to be like, but I didn't know like exactly the price range. I didn't know the area. I didn't know some things. That, some things I was clear on. No stairs for my dog. But uh, yeah, it it was. Being able to maintain that focus and that clarity on how I wanted to feel in this place, that was a good anchor for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and you know, for those in businesses, how do you want to feel in business? How do you want to, um, how do you want to be in it? And it's that beingness that is so very important. Um, and of course, you know, when you're, when you're looking at, at, Looking at what you're doing now from that position, it makes it makes for it makes for inspired action because mm-hmm. inspired action doesn't come from being in the now, so to speak. Inspired action comes from being who you're going to be and dealing with the now, so it can catch up. It reminds me when I was furniture shopping. I didn't particularly need a new desk, but I happened to run across one that was pretty fabulous. And when I sat down to it, I just had this immediate sense of, ooh, the person who sits down at this desk is a person who makes some money. And as soon as I felt that, I thought, I should have this desk. <laughs> so, even though it wasn't what I really needed, I had a desk. I mm-hmm. I I ordered this desk, and I'll tell you what, it's it, it goes back to all of your nesting work and how we set ourselves up for easier, uh, for an easier time of being now, who we would be then. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you can anchor this. I have a, um, a, a fabulous client um, who has a very busy household, and, and she has the same push-me-pull-you that most um, work-at-home people have where there's always stuff to do at home, but you kind of have to do stuff at work too, at work, your for work. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the anchor of that was a costume change. She puts on an apron when she's being mom, and she takes it off and lights a candle when she's shining out into the world. Mm-hmm. And, cool. and those little anchors tap into the beingness, the becoming, and they allow her to move forward. So the betterment, so when she, for example, if she's lit the candle and she's being somebody who's shining her business out into the world and she sees something in the house stuff that needs to be done, well, no, Betterman says move forward in this direction. What can you do now that's heading towards that becoming? And then later when she's when she blows out the candle and she's being mom again, well, <clears throat> that becoming of of a mom who's got you know who who who's on top of her home and and who's creating a nest for herself and her family, what will move you forward in that becoming? It it can be as fluid and as personalized as anything that I've come across, and and the 
the really sweet spot is when you find it becomes automatic. When you're constantly looking for the betterment. I find myself even just, I said it to the, to the guy at the coffee shop. He said, oh, you're having a really crap day. And I said, no, no, it's getting better. It's already better because I've got your Wi-Fi and I have a phone that works. I mean, this is just, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's there's it is a way of handling what we all call contrast, the gap between who you are now or where you are now and that becoming. And And our work is to stay in the identity of who we know we're capable of being, who we know we really are. And that is, that's what I have for you. It's, it's, it has been life-changing for me and for quite a few of my clients to focus on betterment, incremental and strategic upgrades towards your biggest becoming. Okay, I'll unmute folks to ask questions here shortly. But Jackie, I'm wondering, do you have any guidelines for what kind of progress a person should expect as they engage this work? Like, um, I've heard a couple people recently say they're doing their they're doing their alignment work, but they aren't seeing results fast enough. What? How would you answer someone who might be wondering whether they're doing it right, or or how will they know they are? When and when should they expect results? I always ask, where is it better? If you've been doing something with diligence and devotion. There has to have been a change. Anything we put attention on will change. So where is it better? Where do you feel better? Where are you doing better? Where do you have more, better? And they'll be able to point it out. And that will tell you where what you're doing is working. And if you can't find the betterment in certain areas, then you know that what you're doing there might not be working. So you might not be able to see... Um, see physical results yet but if you're feeling better as you make a decision if you wake up more um more optimistic that is betterment and it must if you devote if you give it devoted attention it must grow because you know, where we put like, it, attention goes you know energy flows i love that you're spotlighting that the how you feel is a sign of progress like just sitting down at this desk and feeling uh, – we might have someone who's got a microphone very close to their mouth. I just unmuted everyone. I don't know if it's yawning or what, but you can star six if you didn't want to contribute to our conversation. But that sitting down to this desk and feeling more abundant, that already is a sign of progress. That's what I just heard you say. Is that right, Jackie? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, if if – for example, you did um, you set the timer for 15 minutes, and you finished the 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 devotion to your business building, or devotion to clearing your email, or devotion to doing the floors in your home, and you did it in the in that time. Then the 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 timer going off is a sign of betterment. You did it. It's it's there. It's done. Um, it, it you're you're looking at celebrating the devotion of time as opposed to the finishing of the task and that doesn't matter only matters no. that you were being somebody who is moving yourself forward 
You, you know what I'm realizing, too, that anyone who asks the question, when should I be seeing results, is doing exactly what you said not to do here, which is minding the gap. <laughs> yes, I'm minding the gap. Um, I want to know who you're being. That, that's always my thing. Who are you being right here? Are you being somebody who's focused on the gap, or are you being somebody who's focused on betterment? Right on. And they're probably the only one who can answer that question, right, based on how it feels to them. Almost invariably, although sometimes it's nice to have a talk, a, a coach mirror who will say, hey, I just saw you do this thing. Um, you know, <laughs> stand up for somebody or you helped somebody do that. You That was coaching. That was helpful. That was awesome because, you know, it had this, that, and the other result, which is part of what you're looking for. Um, and, and so having a, a, a witness that knows you and knows what you're working towards, that's really, really helpful too. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Thanks, Jackie. Mm, Anyone pleasure. else have any comments or questions? If you're in chat room, you can type it in and I will read it in. All right, then. So, Jackie, do you have any parting thoughts you want to share with us? Anything before we wrap this call up? No, it's just use the, use that question. It is remarkably potent, and it, that is what can I do right now with what I have to feel better about my my moving forward, to feel better about this becoming. Feels like and good vibration management to me. It is. It's and it because then it doesn't discount the now. It doesn't discount or. It doesn't get all sort of happy, clappy, um, you know, sunshine and rainbows when actually what you need to do is clean your floor. There's always, <laughs> you know, and of course I'm way too pragmatic for that. So what can you do with what you have right this minute to feel better about your business, to feel better about your progress towards that becoming? Well, I, I love the reminder that while some people might dismiss those those small 1% moves as not enough to get there. You don't have to do too many of those before you really feel the progress of it. So, mm -hmm. yep. yeah, absolutely. Good way to close the gap. Wonderful. Tell us again where our best way to connect with you online? JacquelineGates.com or else um, mostly on Facebook. I would love to be friends friend, with you all. Yeah, yeah. Friend and Jackie and on it, Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm always on Jeanette's wall, so you can find me by that way, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was super fun to play with you again today, Jackie. Thanks again for giving Thank us you, time at GVU. Can't wait to play with you again. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. It's wonderful. And I'll help if anybody has any questions. Right on. All right. Well, thanks for joining, everyone. Go <clears throat> enjoy the rest of your week, and happy October. Bye, guys. Yes. Bye. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Thank you, love. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18.